from Relevant Magazine. It's the Relevant Podcast. It's the week of Friday, March 30th, 2012, and this is The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me is birthday girl, Maya Strang. Her birthday's on uh, April 1st, unfortunately. Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) How many many gag gifts do you get every year, Maya? None, Jesse. We need to switch birthdays. It'd be so much more appropriate for you to have... I would, yeah, because I'm April 2nd, and and I do wish, I would switch you if it was possible. Yeah, we need to see if that's legal somehow. (laughs) Because I would would send out an invite. Don Draper uh, did it. True. True. Yeah. Yeah, um, I would send out an invite (laughs) to my birthday party, and then I just wouldn't be there. I'd be like, yeah, April, it would be like a reverse surprise party every year. (laughs) Right. As soon as Cameron said Don Draper did it, I just pictured you doing the Zuby Zoo dance for Maya on her birthday. (laughs) Zuby, Zuby, Zoo. That, um... That would be very inappropriate <laughs> to have well, a room full well, of people. And obviously, you would invite the whole staff. It'd be payback for her <laughs> dancing at like Austin's wedding, as you've referenced, and you <laughs> sat there kind of uncomfortable mm-hmm. because Maya was dancing. No, you could just okay, no, clarify. Let's not talk about that. No, clarify. I pretend Maya at, at our at our friend's uh, wedding reception. Maya. Started battle dancing everybody during the reception. During the reception, you did the Maya, thriller dance. It was impressive. Maya, you were winning. You started calling people out. I did not. You call like pointed out. across the room and be like, ba 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 ba, and then like they would like leave in shame. Mm-hmm. I, I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> but was there something wrong with that? I don't understand. No, no. I'm just saying. But everybody, everybody was like, "This was." It going sounds on. like a party I'd want to be at. This was going on for like an hour, <laughs> and everybody's coming to me like, "Wow, Maya's a." Uh, She's kind of taking control of the dance floor, huh? And I'm like, I'm sorry. If it makes you feel any better, Kate was really impressed. Kate was the only one who tried to hang. Well, I... I knew Kate. Kate I knew Kate likes to dance, yeah. and so I was like, "Let's do this, girl. Yeah. This is you and me, and everyone can join us if they want or they cannot." There was a good circle. There was. Oh. I wasn't the only one dancing. I didn't like get in the middle of a circle. No, the circle formed around you. It no, was like Saturday Night like Fever or whatever. You just started doing your thing, and everybody starts. Forming a circle just to watch. Well, then a little flower. Either either way, like whether she formed the circle or the circle formed naturally. I've never been at a party where a dance circle forms and it doesn't end awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Like the outcome is only going to be good. Yeah, I think the only person who is genuinely upset with you is a little flower girl. And you I, stole ki- her I kicked th- her out of the way. Yeah. You stole, stole her thunder. Back it up, Flower yeah. Girl. You already got to walk down the yeah. aisle. Yeah, it's a recession. It's your, your bedtime. Jesse, at the, <laughs> at the wedding, this little Flower Girl was like the center of attention. And then Maya started doing the whole thriller dance. Like, I mean. The entire yeah, thing. Yeah, the entire no. thing. Yes. It was a impressive. little part. It was great. And the In little flower school, girl was so. The, the little flower girl was so sad that like no one was paying attention to her anymore. <laughs> that she was like yeah. sitting in her mom's lap yeah. and crying. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean she needs to get over it. You ruined weddings for <laughs> that little girl. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna be single the rest of her no, life. No, she I did not. Yeah. She it sad. did happen, but she needs to get over it. It's a lesson you Listen, need to learn. Listen, that little narcissist. Maya, yeah. you narcissist. Weren't just, you weren't doling out dance lessons so all night. You world. were doling out life lessons. Listen, I was yeah, exactly. Really good music. You guys were the DJs. Thank you. 
I had really good music going. Sometimes, sometimes the world doesn't revolve around you, and that little girl needs to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel horrible. I'm never gonna dance again. No, my that's what I'm trying to say. This should only be encouragement. <laughs> like this sounds awesome. People are still talking about it. That's how awesome it is. All right, you want to introduce anyone else? Yep. <laughs> to her left, <laughs> Hambone. Hey everyone. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Also birthday boy. Well, in a few. Very days. close. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations <laughs> on making it another oh. another year. <laughs> and on the ones and twos, our illustrious producer Chad Michael Snavely. Hello, friends. We have a great podcast for you today. Uh, coming up later, we have a live and studio performance by the Rind Collective Experiment. It sounds experimental. It's not. <laughs> it's Irish. Oh. Yeah, it's this Irish worship band that uh, came through. And They're really Irish? Yes, they are from Harry. Ireland. Like the accents? Like I understood about 45% of the words they said when they were here. It's like Jesus. Were they here during St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> <laughs> Making the rounds. It's Jesus Michael Flatley. Michael Flat no? no. Michael Flatley from Lord of the Dance. I have no idea. No. What? No one I, knows. I don't the get difference? your PBS references. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys don't. You guys don't watch for the the spring telethon. <laughs> Lord of the Dance marathon, free tote bag. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I never got into Lord of the Dance. If it's not for us, Big Bird's off the air. People. <clears throat> My grandparents were really into Lord of the Dance for like three years. I think they have it on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the only DVDs they've unwrapped. Did they, I was going to say, did they get the DVD free for contributing to the no, they don't affiliate? They don't support socialism. Uh, <laughs> my grandma told me. My grandma once told me that she thought that NPR was a very humanist station, wow. and that jazz was a very humanist form of music. What? Yeah, jazz. Uh, yeah. Uh, she obviously it is, a, it is performed by humans. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, they. My, I don't know if you guys have, if your grandparents are like this, but. Uh, my grandparents have a DVD player that they sort of vaguely know how to operate. And um, they have tons of DVDs because once they got it, my parents were like, oh, this is great. We can get them like seasons of old TV shows that they used to love, like all this stuff. You go to their house and like maybe 40% of the DVDs they have on their shelves are actually out of their wrapping. Like everything else yeah. is just still there because you know that they opened it. Thought, oh, that's nice. We'll never use that. My nose with that. Oh, like. I knew that was coming. <laughs> you know, thoughtful wow. husband. Christmas. She she likes baking. She she used to watch all the baking shows like uh -huh. Cake Boss and uh -huh. stuff and, and yeah. Ace of Cakes. And so I'm thinking of stocking stuffers I can get Maya for Christmas. And I'm at Target. And hey, there's there's a season of of one of her shows that she enjoys. Was mm -hmm. it is it Ace, Ace of, of Cakes? Cakes? Yeah. yeah. And uh, gave it to that her. That is a good show. Gave it to I'm her, awesome. and she's like, "Oh, sweet, thanks." Baltimore. Still not opened. This <laughs> is four years later. I she's watched it on TV. That's heartbreaking. It's that's so you, mean. I you, actually put thought into it. That's why you don't get nice things. <laughs> to, to Maya's defense, <laughs> Cameron. To Maya's defense here, I'm not saying it was a bad gift, and I'm not saying it was. It wasn't was a stocking thoughtful. stuffer. No, but what? Here's what I'm saying. To Maya's defense. It's hard to watch a non-scripted show on DVD. And I, it, you, this is coming from a person that watches almost all non-scripted shows. <laughs> that, that's, that comprises pretty much all of my television watch. Then you don't have to wait and there's no commercials. Yeah, but, but I'm saying once you've seen it on TV once, 
you know? And for a stocking stuffer, I think that's a great gift. I, I didn't mean, say it else? wasn't a good gift. Well, I'm no, just because saying, I'm, I'm just defending. Uh, I, I'm sure all my I wanted, thought was thoughtful. All, all I wanted was her to open it. Yeah. I didn't even care <laughs> if she watched it. He's been complaining about this for like three years, and I still haven't opened it. I don't know why. Plus, I mean, let's that be honest. The, the, base, <laughs> the baseline stocking stuffer gift is like a Snickers bar. Thank so you. So anything above that, you're doing really and, well. And that's what I'm saying. I exceeded the level of well, expectation I've for stocking stuffers. Well, I've started doing cakes now, so actually it might be interesting to go back and look at it. You can learn, look at their, their process. You can process. learn his fondant, fondant. technique. You watch fondant. it live on a taping of the podcast one day. <laughs> yeah. Can we open it next week on next week's podcast? <laughs> yeah. Just I want to hear the the seal being broken. Oh, or if you don't open it, we'll do it as a giveaway, and then we're just going to give it to a listener. <laughs> yeah. So, someone won season two of Ace of Cakes. Yeah. Unless it was so long ago that it's on VHS. No, it's No, DVD. it is on DVD. Here's my problem with Ace of Cakes, real quick, is... <laughs> They make these aw- the cakes look awesome. There's no question, but they're not fully edible sometimes. That's true. Right. That's cheating. It's yeah. like, look, I could make a statue and cover it and fond it, and that doesn't make it a cake. <laughs> put a statue on top of a cake. That doesn't make me like a cake artist. That doesn't make me the ace of cakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, th- th- it's like the cake was always the last thing they ever considered. They yeah. were always yeah. about the sculpture. I always wonder how it tastes. Yeah, like they're really expensive too. Yeah, they, like hundreds of dollars. That's for crazy. Just a basic one. But thousands a, for some of the corporate gigs. Yeah, and, and then they just get cut open and eaten. You know, it's like mm-hmm. oh cool. It's like the novelty of it when they bring it in the door. It's like oh what a cool uh, you know baseball cake. Oh, all right, let's hack it up. <laughs> well, that, that was seven hundred dollars. Like, dollars like how disappointing would it be if you got a slice and you're like oh this is dry. Yeah. Well, fondant <laughs> fondant isn't good to eat like that much of it. I always do buttercream. Like, is it bad for you? No, it's not bad for you. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's waxy and it's like sweet waxy stuff. That's over. And and that that was my real problem with Ace and Cakes. And there was no real staff (laughs) drama either. Maya, you need to start. (laughs) Like, they never got fights or anything. I mean, there was some tension, but it wasn't, you know, I want to see like hair pulling and stuff. Yeah, who wants to watch good people that that care about what they do, work hard, and like each other? Who wants to watch that? Boring. Boring. What am I watching? PBS? Learn the dance. What am I, Ryan's grandparents? <laughs> well, that's why they uh, started the Cake Boss show, because yeah. that's all a bunch of crazy New Jersey people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's way more entertaining. The, a, a cake show where they may or may not be a laundering outfit for organized crime. <laughs> <laughs> that's more my speed. <laughs> so Irish worship is coming up later. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, and we also have a game, a game coming up. Tim Tebow or Don Draper? Ooh. I'm very concerned about the outcome of this game for one reason. You guys are all such madmen aficionados I'm that not. this Maya's may be easy, it. but I tried to pick very uh, uh, challenging quotes to try yeah. to determine whether it came from the mouth of Tim Tebow or Don Draper. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. If it has anything to do with memory, nostalgia, or family, it's from Don Draper. Or if is it, it? If it has to or do with it. thankful... Uh, yeah. Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> or thankful, or thankful, <laughs> or excited, or grateful, yeah, excited, or excited, probably a team work. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. well, 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 we'll determine. The game could be just uh, uh, you know competitively terrible, but I hope it's at, at, at the very least mildly entertaining. If it mentions Mark Sanchez, <laughs> that's the tagline for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> competitively terrible, but mildly entertaining. The relevant podcast. Okay, uh, but up first, stay tuned for all that. But up first, your entertainment releases. Music coming out on Tuesday, April 3rd, the day after Jesse's birthday. Mm. That's right. Nicki Minaj with Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded. Mm. 
So it's a remix album, I assume. No, it's a new album. Stop it. No, it is. It's that horrible new album. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> there you go. I saw somebody tweet the other day that it leaked, but they didn't even want to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> MXPX is still making music. What? With plans within plans. I will awesome. listen to that. <laughs> Great Lake Swimmers with New Wild Everywhere. Christy Knuckles with Into the Glorious. It's a worst album. Paul Beloche is coming out with The Same Love. And our pick of the week, the highly anticipated of Monsters and Men. My head is an animal. Here it is. Movie releases coming out on Friday, April 6th. Titanic in 3D comes out actually April 4th. Anybody going to see it? Yeah. Does it have an alternative ending? Um, yeah, probably. You know, well, I'm a little <laughs> curious to go see it because, like, like I mean, because it came out when I was in high school, and it was like I loved it when I first saw it, and then it became really uncool to like it. So then I hated it. Right. So I'm wondering, like, is it a good movie? Like, I genuinely don't know. Here's and my so it, won, it won an Academy Award. Well, right, for but best so picture. I've liked every, anything I've ever seen Leo play, so mm-hmm. I'm guessing I'm going to like this movie. You haven't <laughs> seen it? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I've seen it. Oh, but it, I do actually. I'm the same way as you, Ryan. Like, I am curious to see it in 3D. Right, and after all the like, you know, pure and you know, like it's the best movie ever according to screaming preteen girls, and then every high school guy hated it. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, see, I'm just like a huge Billy Zane fan, so I'll probably see it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I just want to see if it's a good movie. I, thought, I, I hate so. Celine Dion. I saw it so. many, many times in the theater. Did right. you really? Yeah. So I, I hate Celine Dion, and it was slow and long. So I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I, if, I, if maybe if I was on it, like in love or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Maybe it would have connected yeah, more deeply with me. Except if you were in love, then you would have been like, but who's the girl behind me that I should really be dating? The commoner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I exclusively date commoners. You exclusively so. date yeah, commoners? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait a second. He's saying you are not nobility. Apparently. You're not old money. Also no, coming out. That's true. Uh, <laughs> also coming out, uh, American Reunion. It's uh, all the people from mm-hmm. American Pie. It's like 90s movies. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> you can listen to MXPX's new album on your way to watch yeah. American Reunion. Um, and also, you, uh, we just need to quickly mention that that means Jason Biggs is in a movie. <laughs> yeah, first role in ten years. Yeah. I, yeah, I was gonna how. say Jason Biggs and Billy Zane at the box office <laughs> the same weekend in the year 2012. What is wrong with this? Oh. Uh, also coming out, The Hunters, starring Willem Dafoe and Francis O'Connor. So there you go. Mm-hmm. It's uh, quite a selection. Quite a selection for your evening out. Yeah, just just stay home and watch Lord of the Dance. <laughs> <laughs> just stay home and watch some uh, Ace of Cakes marathons mm-hmm. on the DVD. Don't don't worry, they have a bunch of copies of Lord of the Dance at your local public library. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably really true. <laughs> Unopened. Yeah. All right, stay tuned. Up next, slices. This week's podcast is sponsored by World Vision Micro. When you donate to World Vision Micro, you can help end the cycle of poverty. 
and relevant is giving you $10 to get started. To learn more about Micro's unique lending model and to donate now, visit worldvisionmicro.org relevant. To apply the free $10 towards your donation, use the password relevant. You're listening to Chapo. Am I saying that right? Where's a Chapo? Chapo. It's C H A P P O. I think it's Chapo. I think it's Chapo. I yeah. think so. Uh, the song is "Come Home" from the Moonwater EP. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Bombay Bicycle Club with Shuffle from their new album, "A Different Kind of Fix." Oh, I think it's like a play on like the whole bicycle, oh, fixing bike. a bicycle, fix or fix gear or drugs. Or drugs, <laughs> probably. It's either it's either those cool fixies or or hard street drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on your perspective. Matter of <laughs> potato, potato. Depends on how jaded you are in life. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? All right. Well, I really, I really wanted to avoid this slice uh, just because I feel like the topic, you know, we've covered so many times, but I just can't. Monkeys. I mean, yes, this one is, <laughs> and after this, I, I, you know, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put a pin in it for a while, you know, and, and you know, retire the ape slices. But this one, I, I just had to do. I was gonna talk about Anchorman two or uh, how they whoa, might whoa, do whoa. the Office next season without without uh, Rain Wilson. Hold on, but, hold, on. hold on, Anchorman two. You need to watch mm. the video. You gotta watch Conan it. from last night. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I, I, I heard. I heard it. he made an appearance. He comes yeah, out and he plays comes some out jazz his, flute and then insults Conan. Hold on, <laughs> it's pretty funny when he makes fun of Conan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This is such a surprise. Thanks for stopping by. And can I can I tell you, Conan? You and Andy are outstanding broadcasters. I mean it. Oh. Night in and night out. Thank you. You guys get it done. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Ron. That means a lot. I've got, I've got one small criticism, and it's, <laughs> it's probably something only a professional like me would notice. But, Conan, you look awful. <laughs> <laughs> What? I look awful? You look like someone put a bright red fright wig on a skeleton <laughs> and chucked it out of a helicopter. <laughs> I mean... Really? Yes. Yes. I'm being kind right now. <laughs> Let me give you some words of advice. Okay. Fire your hair lady. Okay. Okay, fire your, your makeup lady. Fire your gay wardrobe man. Yeah. And just go under the knife, okay? Okay. Go into your doctor's office and point at your face and say, Doc, it's a page one rewrite. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's just terrible. That's very hurtful. That comes from the heart. <laughs> Andy, you look great. Don't change a thing. Oh, thank you, Ron. Thank you. You look great. Thank you, thank you. I don't know what you're doing, but keep it up. All right, now listen. Right. So basically, that's the idea. You came on my show to, to play the flute and insult me. That was the idea? No. <laughs> I actually have an announcement. I want to announce this to everyone here in the Americas. <laughs> to our friends in Spain, Turkey, and the UK, including England. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> 
that as of 0900 Mountain Time, Paramount Pictures and myself, Ronald Joseph Aaron Burgundy, have come to terms on a sequel to Anchorman. Oh. So that was not Jesse Slice. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's what he didn't want to talk about. Right. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> um, so, but I saw this, and, and, and I'll keep this brief, uh, because we, we were able to indulge on the, on the other slice that well, I rejected. Um, <laughs> we just let Will bring it. We just let Will Ferrell bring it. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Will. Uh, we appreciate you Skyping in. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay, so I, I ran across this headline, and it is um, uh, absolutely terrifying. The the and it's a, it's a warning to listeners to to not be tempted to contribute to this Kickstarter campaign. Okay. Usually, I think Kickstarter campaigns are cool. People are raising money to do cool things, and you get to learn about it. Do not raise money for this. Uh, a group um, called the. Bonabo Hope Great Ape Trust Sanctuary in Des Moines, Iowa. They have created a robot that can be controlled by the apes at the sanctuary. <laughs> the robot can help them play chess or board games, but also it is armed with a water cannon that it can what? chase down people and shoot with. <laughs> So this is an absolutely terrifying idea. They've already taught these apes to communicate with people uh, using iPads and like a computer simulator. So you can you can touch uh, you can say different words on your iPad and it'll translate it to the ape using their little computers. Um, their vocabulary has more than four hundred different words, and it, it noted these words: hello, tico, tico, tickle, and burrito. <laughs> Burrito? So you, you can talk to uh, apes about uh, burritos. Um, <laughs> but this the picture of this little robot is absolutely terrifying. And they're trying to raise $20,000 in their Kickstarter campaign to add more technology to this thing. Because basically, I'll be honest, this is the most rickety robot I've ever seen. It looks <laughs> like someone put pieces of plywood on a shopping cart and got a creepy doll monkey head and put it on the top. <laughs> That's what the robot looks like right now. But who knows what they're going to turn this contraption into at $20,000. So if someone sends you a link to the Bonabo Hope Great Ape, Ape Trust Sanctuary Kickstarter campaign, do not click on it. Have they raised any money yet? They've raised eight hundred dollars. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so they're not even close. It's, they're probably safe. Yeah. I just I, somebody just tweeted us. Uh, I guess they're listening to the podcast right now, which is very meta. You know, they're listening mm -hmm. to last week's podcast as we're recording this one. And they said uh, Jesse Carey's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle logic on why no one wanted to be Donatello is flawless. <laughs> Purple bow staff nerd. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan, Aww. but it is the truth. Sure. I, I, I feel I I feel I actually listened to that re-listened to that segment, um, you know, because I, I felt bad about how it went, but it is true. <laughs> <laughs> After so, listening to it, I do think the logic you was you, you convinced yourself via podcast. Of well, did you hear that he's now dropping the teenage in the title too? No, so it's just going to be Ninja Turtles. No. So what about mutant? No, mutants not because they're not they're mutants aliens. anymore. They're aliens. Oh so it's just Ninja gosh. Turtles. Tell them to stop. So, 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 so is this in any way now officially sanctioned? <sighs> Can we start a Kickstarter TMNT to stop him? Or is it just a new thing? Well, it's officially like it's I mean, it's the same franchise. Characters. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like going to a Newsboys concert. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
It is. It's exactly like that, actually. <laughs> okay. What do you have, Maya? Um, I, of course, don't look up slices. Some people send them to me. So I'd like to thank Ryan George for this slice. Uh-huh. So um, a couple weeks ago, I brought the slice of the 400-pound elephant that was sold off the porch. Right. Um, now a 300-pound bronze statue of... Um, the Lorex was actually stolen from Dr. Seuss's estate in California. Really? Yeah. It, it's just a gigantic thing. It was back in their um, in their backyard area, and they said there was feet marks and drag marks because they dragged it and hold it over a fence and took it away. And they think people might want to um, melt it down. Also, oh, sad. That's sad. But once again, do you think it's do you think it's global warming deniers? <laughs> like this is an environmental <laughs> propaganda taking the Lorax melting them down yeah we're gonna take these hippies favorite statue <laughs> how do you like your overheating now Lorax <laughs> um, this one has a great great um, people apparently really love their statues this is what um, Dr. Seuss's stepdaughter said uh, wherever the Lorax is he's scared lonely and hungry oh stop it he's not just a hunk of metal to us he has a family he was a family pet what? People be crazy. See, that would make me, had I stolen the Lorax, which I didn't, um, <laughs> and, and started to feel bad about the theft, mm. it would immediately make me want to just go and throw it in the ocean. Yeah. I feel like you would feel totally justified yeah. in your theft. Yeah. Like, they deserve that. to have this stupid thing stolen. Because you know she hasn't looked at it in 10 years. Right, yeah. yeah it was it's probably, it was probably like all yeah. overgrown with, like, knee-high weeds around it. <laughs> Like they, they can't get the lawnmower, like, at a close enough angle, <laughs> so the grass is all grown high over it. So I, I uh, people send me stuff too, you know, and I've been sending stuff out on Twitter. I've been finding some bizarre links lately, but somebody sent me one yesterday that I, I, I thought is we've talked about here on the podcast. So Donda mm-hmm. oh, yeah. is, 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 is finally going, going good. And the first thing they've deployed Donda <laughs> media uh-huh. is who dat dot biz and, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, go to who dat dot biz <laughs> and it is the most epic they call themselves the facebook of websites okay oh. and here's literally what it says in all caps huge ever wonder what it would be like to be able to find out who's behind your favorite websites who dat does just that simply enter the web address of a website in the big bar below and discover the crew behind any website on earth Donda Media is pleased to offer this service to you for free. Please stay up to date with the many great new innovations from Donda Media on Twitter, on Facebook, or on our website. Email us at dondamedia at gmail.com. They don't even have a domain. No, Gmail. they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so then so then you put in, you know, a website. So I'll put in, put in uh, ours. relevantmagazine.com. Well, it's just all it is Hold is on. whois.com. Yeah. So then when you just go to the bottom of whatever website you're at, it tells you who's behind it. So the, you type it in and then you hit the button that says who dat. And, uh, it, it pulls up the directory that is on any registrar in the entire world and go to GoDaddy or anybody else. The information that comes up is just the person who has registered the website. <laughs> it's the who is directory, which is a, na- is like an international service. Who dat dot biz mm. with big fonts is a gateway to... I felt to like it should have been like... Who da? Yeah. should have like had it jump out of you. It's, it's completely <laughs> pointless. That's my point. It's completely pointless. And com- it's, it, I, I don't know like if they're trying to be funny. Yeah. It's so bad. It would it's be the like, best if right. they had Keaton Thompson 
uh, singing the owners of the website. <laughs> what up with that? Yeah, who dat with that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I heard. I heard Kanye West paid twenty seven million dollars for this website. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, what do you have, Brian? All right, uh, I bring you news from Dubai. Uh, so apparently, pizza must be really popular in Dubai mm-hmm. uh, because a pizza chain there called Red Tomatoes has come up with possibly the greatest uh, innovation in pizza industry uh, since probably delivery. Oh, this uh, is this is a phenomenal idea. Stuff, yeah, about yeah. Stuff, too. stuffed crust. No, it's better, better? than stuffed. Crust. Even better, even better. Okay, so right. probably the only drawback to ordering delivery pizza is the actual ordering process because you have to you know talk to someone Super or annoying. sit at your computer and like do all that stuff and enter your payment information. Right. Well, even in the app though, you have to like you have to take time. Yeah, you have to take time to do it. It's like four buttons. I'm <laughs> saying still four buttons. Though. Okay. Imagine imagine if it was three buttons less. Yeah. Uh, this pizza sorry, company, sorry, spoiler. It's okay. This Go. pizza company in Dubai has debuted a VIP magnet button, and it's literally a magnetized button that is synced with their computers, and you push the button, and it orders the pizza for you and has it delivered. Like, so a, like, like an easy button, like Staples. Yeah. So yeah, literally, you your refrigerator. So you pre-put in, pre in all your info, and you just press a button, and a pizza's at your door. So you like you keep it on your fridge. Yeah, you just walk them by, go bam, and then well, 10 it's later. like I I feel like they did a good job because uh you know I was thinking like what about incidental brushes um or if it fell or something. <laughs> well, then you're, they, you're just gonna be well, like, they have silly with pizza. That's true. They that's have, amazing. But it has a little opener that you have to open to press Safety the button, button, like a nuclear launch sure, thing. That's good. But and, and, and I heard that it, you can get a text message confirmation. Yeah, it's so it's it's amazing because you just like. I mean, the commercial is brilliant. Jesse, have you seen the commercial? Yes. It's just like these two guys sitting there watching a commercial for pizza, and they're like, that looks amazing. And then one guy goes, checks his fridge, doesn't have anything. <laughs> like, Got some purple the, stuff. Opens the soda. button, just pushes the button, and a pizza shows up at his door. Amazing. You still have to wait the 25 well, right. to 40 but still, minutes. I mean, one button, and you have pizza. Yeah. It is a phenomenal yeah, idea. It's but, a great but you're idea. Gonna, but you're going to get the one pizza that you right. preloaded. I mean, right. that's, that's so the... To... So I'm back to my four buttons, and the app is okay, because I, I my taste change. Well, you can, no, you, can change. Change. You, you, you can go online something. and pre-program an order. Yeah. Right? And the button will remember what your preferred order is. Yeah. So know, like, but, if you but, always order like two pepperoni pizzas and a liter of Coke, every time you press a button, that's what it'll order. You did not yeah. get nearly enough Coke. For two pizzas, it's the only got a liter. <laughs> well, I was, I, I, I thought you would break it up with some glasses of water. Yeah, but. no. I mean, because my wife and I almost always order the same pizza order, mm-hmm. so it would be perfect. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, I want one. <laughs> I want a button, and I want pizza right now. So that sounds really good. Yeah, I want both. Yeah. <laughs> Use your phone. Order it. <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for slices. Stay tuned. Up next, the Rind Collective Experiment. listening to Morning Parade. The song is Headlights. Why would you need headlights in a morning parade? Could be foggy. Actually, that's dangerous. It'd be a very dangerous parade. <laughs> be a very disappointing parade. You can't really even <laughs> see it. It's so foggy, they have to put on their headlights. 
The Wren Collective Experiment, or you could call them Wren Collective, they don't get offended, uh, is a group from Bangor, Ireland. It started as kind of a loose collective of musicians in 2004 and then kind of took more shape in 2007. It's kind of a very organic group of guys who make very sincere worship music. Yeah, they probably sound a little like Mumford & Sons, Little Fleet Foxes, but that's because they're Irish. So it's not like they're an American band who heard the Mumford & Sons album and liked it and copied it. Right. They're, they're Irish. Very this genuine. Is, this is their music. This is their life. This is it. Um, <laughs> their debut album, which is called Homemade Worship by Handmade People, released a few months ago, recently came through our studios performing You Are My Vision. Here's the Wren Collective Experiment. My vision, O King of my heart, nothing else satisfies only you, Lord. You are my best thought by day or by night, waking or sleeping, your presence, my light. Oh, you are my wisdom, you are my true word. I ever with you and you with me, Lord. You're my great father and I'm your true son. You dwell inside me together we're one oh 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 you are my battle shield sword for the fights you are my dignity you're my delight you're my social Oh, 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 oh,
That was Ren Collective. Check them out at rencollectiveexperiment.com. You're listening to The Wombats. The song is Jump Into The Fog from the album The Wombats Proudly Present This Modern Glitch. That's the whole name. Is that really the title? The Wombats Proudly Present This Modern Glitch. Yeah. All right. Okay, it's time for the game Tim Tebow or Don Draper. So so, uh, both uh, of these two figures are are massive cultural icons uh known for very dis- different philosophical outlooks but they're also <laughs> in the news lately with uh don draper returning uh on television with season five of mad men recently debuting and tim tebow making the uh the highly publicized move to the new york jets so in honor of this of this uh, huge cultural moment, we decided to uh, play a game where we will read. I will read a quote, and the contestants will have to tell me who is the author of that quote. Is it Tim Tebow? Jesus, or is it Mad Men's Don Draper? All right, Maya is going to play against Ryan. Maya is a huge Tim Tebow fan, and Ryan, I presume you are, if not a fan, at least an expert in in all things Don Draper. Or is that a correct assumption? He is a yeah, fan. I am a fan. Okay. All right. Well, uh, this I, liked, be a good I game. was Donatello in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Of course, I love Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, who who wants a camera? Are you going to keep score? I am keeping score. I got I got the oh, pad and pa- pen out. Let me get my pen out. <laughs> no, I'm good. I draw, I'm going to draw a little chart. My <laughs> <laughs> little chart. You mean two lines? Two, yeah, <laughs> a little T, and I'll put Maya's name over one column. Ryan's over the other. Here we go. Okay, Who, who's going? All right, Maya, you want to go first? Ladies sure. first. Okay, here's the quote If you don't like what's being said, change the conversation. Was that uttered by Tim Tebow or Don Draper? I know the answer. I'm going to go Tebow. No. I'm sorry, that was Don Draper. Whatever. All you guys shake your heads. Because day. he's running an ad agency. It. So if you don't like what's being said about your brand through advertising and PR, you change the conversation. <laughs> Ryan, you're up. <laughs> Can my theme song be Zooby Zoo? <laughs> okay. Right, Ryan, here, here is, uh, here's the quote. Okay. You want some respect. Go out there and get it for yourself. Tebow. Don Draper. Oh, oh. man. Tebow doesn't yeah. pursue respect. He doesn't care. He's judged yeah. by the Lord and the Lord alone. He, he likes just, the respect of Jesus. No, but Jesus doesn't respect you. He loves you. You're his child. He would, Tebow so would never go out. Can we just splice out the Jesus doesn't respect you? That'll be the whole statement. <laughs> <of the podcast. laughs> well, all right. So, so right now the score is uh, zero, zero. Zero, zero. Zero, zero. Zero, zero. Okay. Zero. Uh, all, right, all right, Maya. Here is the quote. I'm here. I'm here to work. I don't care about my hair. Tebow, when he got his hair all yucky. When they ding, 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 that is correct. His head. What, 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 shaving what? his head, other, no, otherwise known as when he got his hair all yucky. <laughs> <laughs> yucky. Yeah, they gave him the fryer haircut. Fryer. Oh, shaved. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 So, so very good. And Don Draper right. would never say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ryan. Okay. Success comes from standing out, not fitting in. 
Draper. That is Draper. That is Draper. Because yeah. again, Tebow doesn't pursue success yeah. in the world's and, Are and you Tebow, playing this, Cameron? And Tebow always wants to fit in. Not in a worldly sense, but in the sense that he's a teammate. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. And he's, his pursuit is not success. His yeah. pursuit is winning. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have used the word success. I just need to point out right now yeah. that uh, Maya is writing Florida Gators for no apparent reason. Talking giant, about Tebow. In giant block letters. <laughs> yeah, it's Tebow talk. That's what the Tebow <laughs> is, like, oh, has mind control it. powers. Yeah. All right, Basically, Maya. Maya is doing what I did on every church bulletin from fourth <laughs> to seventh grade. With, with Donatello. Yeah, with, with Donatello. <laughs> yeah, we would draw. Did anyone else do that? Draw pictures of Ninja Turtles during church? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. But never Donatello. <laughs> Unless he was getting beat by the other Ninja Turtles. We always did all four. <laughs> we always did all four. The sermon was long enough. I, I tried to ignore him. <laughs> I, w- I would draw like Splinter or something. In his place. Splinter. The sermon wasn't that long. All right, uh, my, <laughs> change is neither good or bad. It simply is. It can be greeted with terror or joy. I'm going to go with Mad Men. That is correct. It's Don Draper. <laughs> All right, Ryan. It's not always the easiest thing to be the center of so much spilled ink. You read glowing things and it doesn't feel deserved. You read things that are critical, and it cuts you to the bone. Tebow. Yeah. That is Tebow. Yeah. Mm. Yep. This is good, Jesse. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> two, two. I didn't think it was going to be good, um, <laughs> because you guys are such experts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. So one more regular round, and then a tiebreaker if it stays tied. Okay, okay deal. Like it'll be a right, bonus Maya. zip speed round. Maya, I'm not here to tell you about Jesus. You already know about Jesus. He either lives in your heart or he doesn't. I think it's a trick question. I know. It's too obvious. I feel like there's a lot of noise from the gallery here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine anyone saying that on Mad Men, so I'm going to go with Tebow. It is Don Draper. Yeah. Touch your face. Yeah. Yeah. To, 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 if you wanted to hear the quote in context, he says that. And he says, he either lives in your heart or he doesn't. Every woman wants choices, but in the end, no one wants to be one of a hundred in a box. She's unique. She wants the choices, and she's chosen him. It's just another vintage Draper closing the sale. Yeah. All right, Ryan, you could win it right here. Yes. You, you, could, you, could, uh, you could take it home right here. Let me find a really good and hard one. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Okay. We have all procrastinated on, in such a way and often to our own personal regret. It happens time and again. Putting off things that we convince ourselves might be better, more meaningful, more appropriate for another time. Draper? Tebow. Oh, man. What? Yeah, it's from his book. I, oh. had, to, I had to dig to Wait, yeah. but through, the Through I, my Eyes book. I will let this go, but I mean, he had a ghostwriter. Let's just be well, honest. Well, it's, it's it not is, him then. It's attributed to him. Okay. All right, so this is the, this is the, the all or nothing lightning Tied round, yeah. right? Yeah, because yep. we're still tied. No, how do we do this? How is this lightning? Oh, I know. Just pick a number. I, I'm going to write down oh, a number yeah. between one Two, and... Or just one or two. No, I'm going to... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good one. No, no, because, no, no, no. no. Because if they both want to choose two, then that's not fair. So I, I will pick a number between one and 1,963, which is the year Mad Men started, right? So I will pick a number... Okay, Maya, what's your guess? 1,900. You say 1900, okay? 
I'll say eighteen ninety nine. <laughs> you oh. win. <laughs> That's, you, he did a Price is Right yeah. strategy. Yeah, I was gonna say you should have done the one or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. He gets this, he wins. So if he gets it right, he wins. So this is unfair. Yeah. If you get this right, you win. This <laughs> is like the NFL, right? Which is unfair. Yeah, yeah it should be. Why can't we rules. do? Why can't we the do overtime the playoffs rules. overtime? Yeah, playoffs. agreed. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. Okay, Ryan. They haven't done half of what we've done. We've done, but the minute he declared himself my competition, suddenly we're equal. Oh, Draper. Yeah, that's Draper. You are correct. That is Draper. I thought that could have been like quarterback controversy. Ryan takes it down. No. Well, I just watched that episode last week, so. Oh, so. Yeah. So Ryan wins. T- Tim that. Tebow or Don Draper. That was a good one. That was a good one. Stay tuned. Up next, the Rend Collective Experiment Irish Worship. Listening to Frankie Rose, the song is Night Swim. Night Swim. Sorry. Uh, from the album Interstellar. Got these morning parades, these night swims. It's You're busy. When Rend Collective Experiment came through, uh, they were, I think it was the second artist to come into our new studio. The guys performed three songs, and we filmed all three. And those performances are up on the podcast episode page and also on our YouTube channel um, slash relevant, just search for relevant on YouTube and also over at relevant.tv. You'll definitely want to check them out. They are, they're, they're really cool, like kick drums and weird instruments and then guitars and stuff too, but really cool worship. Performing Alabaster, here is Ren Collective Experiment. Broken at your feet Like an alabaster jar Every piece of who I am Laid before your majesty And I will bow my life at your feet at your feet my lips so lost for words will kiss your feet kiss your feet yeah of you it draws my soul into its knees I will never be the same 
Ren Collective Experiment. Check out these performances over at relevant.tv. You're listening to Animal Kingdom. The song is Strange Attractor. Um, apparently, the cast and crew of the Disney theme park have put out an album <laughs> called... <laughs> um, it's time for your feedback. Last week, we asked you for your best spring break or road trip story. You did not disappoint. You went over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and you posted uh, your stories there. Several of them are way too long to read on the podcast, but worth reading. So uh, I would suggest everybody go check out last week's podcast episode page. Uh, so here's a few of our favorites. Where does T-Money 9000 live where he has to drive 965 miles to get to a Taco Bell? Oh, it's that it's from the Taco Bell commercial. Oh, never mind. Wait, it's from a commercial? That yeah, so commercial. The, 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 the new ad campaign for the, for the Taco Bell Dorito mm-hmm. shells tells the yeah. story is, is like a 30 second spot and it's like you know rick evans and his friends heard about the new taco bell uh, dorito taco coming to a limited number of cities last year he and his friends drove 900 miles to try one out mm. that's right t-money 9000 yeah. is on probation yeah. I like T Money Nine Thousand. He's always he's always flaunting the rules. T Money, if if you're listening, <laughs> more power, brother. He's a rough. <laughs> he's he's that that biz. He's the Raphael to my Donatello. Actually, yeah, we should say we don't know. Brian's who he, a real stickler for the rules on this. Like <laughs> another hero we know. <laughs> we we don't know we don't know uh, who T Money Nine Thousand really is. We don't know his real name. So I would suggest that Donda create a website oh, yeah. called whodat.biz <laughs> that we could put in usernames and it would pop out the real identity of the people. Yeah, it would like geo sync their yep. IP address right. with like a you know Google address or something. It would it would totally bust open internet anonymity. Oh, that's yeah. actually a good idea. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Whodat.biz should not be 
the Whois database yeah. for websites. It should be. It shouldn't be the Facebook for websites. Yeah. It should be the Facebook for Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Facebook, <laughs> Facebook for people. All right. Well, uh, Greg H left. This is a. If you want to go and read it, you can. It, it's probably 800, 900 words. Um, it's really a short we're gonna story. Pu- we're going to publish it as the main feature on our website next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. It's, actually, it's actually not bad. For it, it reads like a work of fiction. Essentially, he reveals at the end of this that this story is true and about himself, except for the most exciting part, uh, <laughs> which he completely made up. But uh, I, I, from the story, Greg H. and his family were visiting a, a Civil War battle site and we're looking at a statue of a general there. And he, he observed someone in sunglasses acting strangely on a bench, like very kind of observant. And another individual in sunglasses and uh, acting strangely like a few hundred yards away. Uh, he, he observed the guy sitting on the bench, talked to – I don't know what this to do with the road trip, by the way. I guess he road tripped to the Civil War site. But he, he, he spoke into his collar and said, okay – I'm going to look at something at the statue. Anyway, the guy goes, pulls a tile away, and there's a piece of paper under there. The guy replaces a tile, walks back to the parking lot. So Greg goes, and when the coast is clear, looks at the tile. There's a piece of paper with three numbers on it. So he remembered the numbers, and as he's walking back to the van, in his weird short story, the man in the sunglasses attempts to attack his wife with a syringe, and Greg H. swoops in and uh, turns the syringe on the man. But either way, in real life, the guy just got out of there. But uh, at the end of it, Greg says he thinks the guy was just playing a geocaching game. That's weird. Yeah, it's a very weird story, so I wouldn't publish it. <laughs> uh, user Raekwon. Uh, <laughs> Which is what makes this entire yeah. post funny. Uh, because, and especially because of all the information he provides. Uh, back in college, uh, it says he went to Virginia Tech. They heard that the insiders were having a CD. Insiders re- with a Z. Yeah, were having a CD release party in Nashville, so they drove 415 miles to go to the show. Okay, so imagine if it was actually Raekwon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Excitedly, huge Insiders fan. <laughs> I love I wanna, that. I want to imagine that this whole thing is actually the rapper Raekwon. Like, he yeah. only raps... From, from the Wu-Tang Clan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he only raps about selling cocaine and how much he loves Scalaluya, too. <laughs> uh, so they drove four. 15 miles and then they got a bunch of fireworks and they had to camp in West Virginia when it froze and then they destroyed their apartment complex with fireworks. Well, he said that they, they, they were driving through West Virginia. It got so late. They just they couldn't find anywhere to stop. Yeah. So they just pulled over the side of the road and found a field and like camped and he woke up. It was so cold. He woke up. that There was frost on his pillow. So strange. Raekwon. Raekwon. Yeah. You think he'd stay at a five star hotel. Oh, they weren't with the RZA. I I had friends in college that decided just to take a random road trip to Kansas City, and they had zero money, like (laughs) barely enough for gas. And they got there, and and in their heads, they were like, this is going to be an awesome road trip, but you're going to check out a new city. They walked around for about 15 minutes and realized with no money, there's not a whole lot to do. (laughs) So they got in the car and started driving back, but it was getting really late. And they didn't have money for a hotel. So they pulled over at a local high school and decided to sleep in the dugout of the baseball field for the night. Okay. Wow. So he said they're sleeping in the dugout. 
it, they, they, they can see the sunrise, you know, or whatever, but they fall back asleep. In the morning, they hear the sound of like cleats on concrete. <laughs> And they wake up, and there's a baseball team just standing there staring. <laughs> at them. He said there it was there was a wordless uh, few moments of them getting up and just walking back to the car and start driving again. <laughs> All right, well that'll do it for last week's feedback. There are a lot more stories. You need to go check them out at last week's uh, people really like this page. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, it's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Okay, well you know this is a momentous weekend. Uh, two birthdays in our midst, both Maya on April 1st and Jesse on April 2nd. Uh, but, but even more so, uh, it's April Fool's Day. Not more so. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and I don't, don't think to so. a much lesser extent. To much, yeah. And of much less importance, it's April Fool's Day. There you go. Uh, we've all uh, been victims or participants in April Fool's Day at some point or another. So we want to know your best April Fool's Day stories. Either something that you've done that, that landed or, or something that's been done to you that's funny. I don't know if we did this on April Fool's Day or not, but uh, we, uh, this might be illegal. Um, we took a picture. <laughs> Even of, better. We took a picture of somebody's car at my old job and put it on Craigslist for like 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then like put all kinds of stuff about how like how like uh, he had a clay Aiken decal on the back that they'd have to get off but with goo gone it should be fine uh, that's a good idea <laughs> you should have put when good. you call make sure to mention the clay Aiken <laughs> yeah. de- 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 decal was, and, and how you're going to get it off <laughs> he was really confused I had a friend back in New York who worked in real estate and we stole a bunch of his signs and put them up in people's yards oh. all around the neighborhood one day <laughs> he got a good. bunch of calls <laughs> maybe Maybe That's I shouldn't awesome. say that I did that. I like yeah, people. I, I people. People I knew did that. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. I heard Gets out of back. <laughs> we have to cut that out. No, we can't cut that out. <laughs> it it really might know? be illegal, though. Oh, I, I, I think there's yeah. probably nobody's going to prosecute you. You never know. <laughs> Craigslist, mate. <laughs> there's some prosecutor where you went to college. Like, finally, gonna get these bombs. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon actually uh, tweeted yesterday. He said. Uh, uh, best prank ever. Uh, my friend once put an ad in the in the newspaper saying that I was looking to buy new kids on the block tour jackets and put <laughs> and he put Jimmy's real phone number in the ad. That's awesome. It, yeah, best prank ever. He said, "That's awesome." Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I used to do stuff like that at the last magazine I worked at. You did, but but I <laughs> you I just did it just cause. Yeah, one April Fool's Day. It was just being mean. <laughs> I. I I, one of the things we did, I was at a magazine in the late 90s called Seven Ball, and it was like Christian alternative music and stuff. And our primary reader was in high school, you know. And uh, so we did a thing. This before internet was prevalent, I guess. And uh, <laughs> we did a thing like called Pen Pals. And so like <laughs> we'd have people write in and they would, you know, maybe tell like uh, bands are into or mm-hmm. whatever. And then they put their contact info and like connect with other fans of that band or whatever and so i it started to thin out you know over the course of me being there for a couple of years we got fewer and fewer of them so i started making them up and so i started doing like ex-girlfriends <laughs> friends from college and not tell them i would just publish their name and, and address and stuff and put like chris miata i did chris <laughs> so chris who works with us now i put in chris miata put in a little bio about him it was totally fake and then it was like he's really into all this ska and stuff like the insiders <laughs> and whatever and like i it made him sound like a 13 year old you know <laughs> and then i put his real address and he just started getting letters and like other 13 year old kids are really into ska and he had no idea why and i forgot i always meant to like tell the person like oh by the way and uh after the fact but i forgot to tell him and he had no (laughs) idea where it came from until years later 
But so anyway, and I did that for my ex girlfriend too. That's nice. I gave her really bad music taste, and uh, <laughs> she started getting letters from all these did people. Did she figure it was you? Nope. Oh, I don't know. I never mentioned it to her. I don't know. It was after <laughs> I graduated. No, so. it actually calls You're us so to break mature. up. So <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, all right. So we want to hear your best April Fool's pranks. Um, go to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and right there in the comments, tell us your stories, and we'll read our favorites next week on the show. Many thanks to Ren Collective Experiment for coming through. Um, you remember to check out their new album, Homemade Worship by Handmade People, available everywhere. And you won't want to miss the videos of the three songs they performed in our studio. Again, you can see them on the podcast episode page. You can see them at relevant.tv, and you can uh, see them on our YouTube channel, Search for Relevant. If you want to check them out more, you can uh, head over to writtencollectiveexperiment.com and their album. It's on iTunes and everywhere you get good music. Speaking of uh, getting good stuff, if you like the podcast, we I think you'd really like the magazine too. Uh, uh, you could subscribe to Relevant Magazine now over at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe. And you get not only six print issues, but you get six... Um, you get free access to the iPad edition, so six issues of that, two issues of Reject Apathy, and four times a year we uh, send you a exclusive album uh, that we do just for subscribers, uh, the, the phenomenal collection of music. So all told, it's $137 a product for only $14.95. We love your support. RelevantMagazine.com slash subscribe. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Ryan Ham. I'm Jesse Carey. That's Chad Michael Snavely. We'll see you next week. Happy birthday, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Zooby, zooby, zoo. Zooby, zooby, zoo. Zooby, zooby, zoo. Zooby, zooby, zoo. Zooby, zooby, Thanks for listening to the Relevant Podcast. For more, go to relevantmagazine.com. I've never been at a party where a dance circle forms and it doesn't end awesome.